are listening to KPSQLP Fayetteville. The opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily those of this station. Please check a trusted health. Please check with, with a trusted health advisor before following any medical advice. Hello, Wendy. Hello, you are listening to the Wendy Loved Show with Topher Kogan live from the Chancellor Hotel on 97.3 FM, KPSQ.org. On tonight's show, our guests are the Trash Can Bandits, Mindy Doherty from Feed My City, Morgan Hanna from Pempetics, Xavier Claiborne, and Julia Trout. And now, it's my pleasure to introduce the hardworking Topher Kogan. Hi, Wendy. <laughs> I took away from my busy, busy schedule to be here with you today. Oh, thank you so much. You're, you know, it means so much to me to give back. So <laughs> I know it does. I know it does. And, you know, being the star that you are, I know your schedule is so busy. <laughs> I'm looking at Xavier's face to see his reactions. To I think Xavier had sort of a poker face during that yeah, discussion. <laughs> No, you can't talk yet. You can't talk yet. We haven't we haven't added you this to the conversation yet. <laughs> so it Topher, says in the title we just read it. <laughs> Topher, yes. we went to a a gala in Eureka Springs. We did a movie premiere with red carpet, yes, and stilt walkers, and Mayan people in Mayan traditional dress. It was yes. it was quite a quite a thing. It was so and much zombies. fun. And zombies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the zombies weren't us. No, we no. weren't zombies. <laughs> we were not no. zombies. But By we the got, end of the night, we were close. <laughs> we were. We were exhausted. Yes. It was so much fun. We though. shut the place down. We did. I think we were near the end of the people leaving. But, yes. But we had a good time, and uh, yes. and it, it was, was fun, fun to dress up. Uh, Trisha Gooting from Out of Hand Artist Collective dressed me mm-hmm. for the evening. Yes, and you looked very, very nice. Thank I loved you. all the accessories. I loved the pop of color with the... So, what do you call it? A shrug? A shrug. Uh-huh. Yeah. I loved that pop of color with shrug. I know. And she the made that. Caps. It was beautiful. And everything she does is repurposed materials so it was uh it was it was just exciting actually to be dressed like that you Mm -hmm. know for her to take the time to to do that with me and then wearing her beautiful things that are made from repurposed materials you know like that beautiful i call it a breastplate it was made out of bottle caps (laughs) i wonder if she can dress us for pride oh what a great idea trisha gooding if you're listening maybe you can call in later and let us know but yeah it was lots of fun and i uh I understand you also went to see Endgame, and maybe I think we'll add Xavier Claiborne to this conversation. Um, sure. It's so great to have you here tonight, Xavier. So now I can talk. Now you can, <laughs> now you can talk. Okay. Yes. What do you think of Endgame, Xavier? I, you know, I cried. You cried? I cried. I was in a ball for most of the movie. <laughs> Topher can attest to that. Yep. Like a baby. Couldn't help it. Goodness, in the fetal position. It's a good movie. It is. It makes it feel sometimes. So, three hours is more of kind of a movie extravaganza these yeah. days, isn't it? Yeah. But, but it held your attention for the three hours? Oh, yeah. If anything, to the people listening, if you're going to go to the bathroom, do it in the first half of the movie. <laughs> it's true. Well, you know what's funny? My son. Mm, except for. <laughs> my, except for. My son Antonio um, went to see it and, mm-hmm. and loved it. And yeah. he um, actually sent me, somebody made a post of where when to take bathroom breaks. Now, see, <laughs> now see, here's the problem with this post, right? <laughs> so during the movie, Xavier leans over and he's like, oh, now's the time that Twitter said you can go to the bathroom if you want oh, to. Oh, Twitter exactly, said so. Exactly. <laughs> and do you know what would have happened if I had followed dumb, dumb Twitter's advice? Uh-oh. I would have missed... One of the best comedic actresses mm-hmm. of our time, mm-hmm. oh my. Miss Yvette Nicole Brown, giving, dare I say it, an Oscar-worthy performance as I don't know who she was, Woman in Elevator. <laughs> and they thought that was a good time for a bathroom. They did. Well, no. 
Wendy, don't let him lie to you. Uh-oh. <laughs> has, he's calling you out. She has two lines in the movie. <laughs> so maybe they just thought she wasn't celebrity enough. I don't know. Oh, she is. But, she is. Right? I don't know why. But, but you know, the, it really it was with rude. these things, it's someone, it's someone else's opinion. Dare I right? say, a bit sexist. Uh-oh. Maybe even. I'm not even going to go there. So. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> we, we, we've had a well, good I month so far. I think that Xavier... And Topher should make a list of bathroom breaks that are more appropriate. We can't do. I don't think you can. Well, see, okay, so I don't. I don't go to the bathroom once I'm in a movie. Like ever? I don't. But see, I was. But see, when I was growing up. Okay, wait a minute. I have to add Julia Trepp to this conversation. Okay, yes, go ahead. (laughs) Because I'm watching. (laughs) Julia, Julia, do you take bathroom breaks at movies? Um, not in the theater. I guess if I'm like going to see a movie and paying money to see a movie, uh-huh. I'm going to watch the full 120 minutes and then exactly. some of the movie. Uh-huh. But like at home, I'm usually like, oh, I'll be right back, you know, and right. then my boyfriend will decide on if he wants to pause it or not. Usually we're pretty courteous to each other and like pause it. But I'm like, no, you really don't have to. It's fine. So that's the interesting thing. So if it's a film for me, if it's a film I really want to see, mm-hmm. I will go to the movies. Yeah. Because you are more apt to get up off the couch and get something to eat when you're at home or take a bathroom break. Whereas at this theater, you're there specifically to see the movie. Yeah. You know, but three hours is three a Three hours and time. one minute, according to movies.com. Oh. I looked it up. I have not seen the movie yet. I'm, I got a plan for it. Okay. To spend three hours and one singular minute and in not, the theater. And not take a break. Yes. I have to, like, have a day where I'm just, like, not drinking coffee, not drinking tea. Uh-huh. So right. preferably a day off work. Yes. <laughs> See, I was a kid where, like, in school, I didn't use the bathrooms in school. Like, I did not use the bathroom in school. I, if I used it, it was before school, but not likely. Uh-huh. It was usually, I just wait until after school to use the bathroom. So you just don't like to use other bathrooms than your own? I don't have to. My body is very <laughs> efficient, Wendy. You're very young. So let's see how well, this I plays out as Everybody the years go along. Everybody else seems to have to pee all the time. So mm-hmm. Even in your know. age group, you think? Yes. <laughs> Well, yeah, well I have hydrate. to ask. Do you I have know how many prostate problems affect people? I have to ask. <laughs> are you drinking enough water? No. I have. I have. <laughs> no. The truth comes out. Ha- you don't know me. <laughs> I have increased my water intake because I've increased my coffee intake. Mm. Because coffee is a dehydrant. It is a dehydrant. And so I've increased my water intake. I bought a little. Um, Bought, uh, what is it called? Like a jug of water? You bought a jug of water. <laughs> yes, and I've been making my way through that. Every day? You know, for the past month. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, it's it's really important to drink plenty mm-hmm. of water, you know. And you're supposed to drink half of your body weight in water, ounces of water, every day. Mm. That's quite a bit of water. I feel like that's too much water. <laughs> well, what happens? I feel like when you're in the shower, like your body absorbs most of that. <laughs> so I feel like I'm good. <laughs> well, so here's the thing: when you first start drinking enough water, mm. you will have to urinate quite a bit more. But it's like when you pour water over a pile of dirt and it just rolls off. That's what's happening. Yeah. But over time, when you when you're properly hydrated, it will soak in. And you won't have to urinate as much. So you just like have to get through that. You I know? feel like we're just a bunch of kids sitting in the forest listening to the wise woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, when I was on the trail today, I thought of the most prophetic thing I've ever thought of in my life. I thought, don't look at your phone while you're walking under trees because a snake might fall on you. And I didn't. <laughs> Because it could happen. Okay. Now he's very wise. Why just too, a snake though? Because mm. there's other woodland creatures. That in the trees? You. Yeah. There's a birds. squirrel can't. A bird. A bird can't fall on you. Well, a bird can't. It, it, really, a squirrel can't either. A I feel like a skank. A skank. A skank. A squirrel yeah. snake. What is a skank? That is a type of uh, Arkansas lizard. It is. Oh, Ooh. all right. Because I, I was snake. thinking of something else. Why are they That was my first wife. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, um, I did I think, see a man playing a bucket on the trail today. I think if you can <laughs> not look at your phone because you're in nature anyway, mm-hmm. and kind of taking that in, it's a good idea. It's hard for me too, though. I mean, you see me on my phone all the time. <laughs> 
<laughs> I get excited when it tells me my screen time has been down by, you know, 15 minutes. I'm like, yes, Wendy. How do you Wendy. check that? My phone tells Can me. I, uh, I don't see, even remember setting it. Because we spend oh, too the, much money on phones. Yeah. It, like, tells us things see, that we don't really that, need to that know. We don't really stuff? want to know. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, I'll stick with that's my That's what the phone. extra 500's for. Okay, to tell you. Mm. Hey, you're looking at me a lot today. <laughs> it is kind of interesting, though, that we have to tell ourselves not to look at our phones mm-hmm. in nature. Because I used to see people walking around. I've seen a couple people walking around reading books. Uh-huh. And I feel like that's that's not only weird, but that's kind of like taunting the trees of what they could be. <laughs> <laughs> and could that's happen. kind of like, yeah, rubbing death in nature's skanky, face. Skanky, skanky, skanky. So, oh I don't know. I think I'd rather be on my phone than like, or see someone on their phone, maybe taking pictures or something, yeah. uh-huh. than reading a book. Because then I'm like... What are you doing? That's so mean. Yeah, and I feel like oh, well. that'd be harder too. Like, yeah, people do it. All the nerdy kids that I was in school with. Yeah, cool. Um, so I hope that Julia and Xavier will stick around uh, for the rest of the show. We're going to invite our musical guest in. You think he'll stick around? No. Get out of here, you <laughs> dang kids! I rode with Topher, so y'all be here. All right. <laughs> Are you saying, Julia? I didn't give you a ride. You I'm saying I live downtown. So <laughs> well, excellent, excellent. I think Topher's going to introduce our musical guest. Yes. In a moment. I just rolled up my cart. Here we go. <laughs> our musical guests tonight are the genre. Bending Quartet from Fayetteville, Arkansas, the Trash Can Bandits. How are we, Trash Can Bandits? And uh, they're going to take their seats here. Wow, look at this. Instant band in the studio. I love it. Along with the smell. <laughs> oh boy! There's some presents. Oh, you brought you brought Ooh, posters too. Yeah. Look at Can that. You sign them for yes, you absolutely. Them? Very nice. Very nice. It'll devalue them. Yeah, it might devalue them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so excited that you're here. So I I saw on your site it said uh, genre bending um, b- musicians. What does that mean exactly? Who wants um, to take that one? Well, we're kind of all over the place in terms of, uh, like, the style that, that we tend to play. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think it's partially because we've just all had so many different influences. You know, like, uh, I listened to a lot of metal and uh, jazz for a while there, and Patty comes from more of, like, folk and bluegrass kind of stuff, and Ed's just tool and primus, you know, <laughs> like, real intensity. Yeah, and then, yeah and, then Ed, and then Nick's got a lot of, like, classical kind of background stuff and composition stuff, so nice. so the, there's a good mix of everything, and it, and it kind of comes out in the music, you know, because mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be like a rocket song at one point and then switch gears and turn really pretty or, or just Latin sounding or something like that, you know. Nice. Yeah, yeah we started as a... Uh, we started as a folk band that didn't have any drums. We had a we had a fiddle and a banjo, so that's kind of where we came from. But then, since then, you know, Dane switched to electric guitar, and uh, you know, it kind of switched around the in- instruments. But uh-huh. the sounds we kind of held on to the old sounds. Sure. New sound. And you, you're um, you're a multi instrumentalist, yes. Patty. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much all are here. Yeah, which is so cool. Yeah. I love it. So, what are you going to play for us first? Um, probably Queen of Hearts. That was actually like the first one that we actually ever sat down and, and jammed on together. Yeah, but uh, it's kind of been one of those ones that's just stuck around for forever. And uh, yeah, all right, well, let's hear it. <laughs>
pretty little girl will pay you for a fool. So I said no. watching the videos and listening to it and uh, it's great hearing it in person like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Very hot club of France. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I like that. Well, I have yeah. some, some Cajun in my blood if that still counts. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. <laughs> so what will you play next? Um, this is a new one. Yeah. Oh, nice. This one's going to be on the next album. Or <laughs> so it's not on either of these no. uh, no. tracks. I'm going to hold them up for the camera here. <laughs> Adrian yeah. saying, "Give hand those over." <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Yep. So on the new one, and you can see this live at George's with Randall Shreve. Yeah. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> yeah, when is that? Show. When is that show? May seventeenth. May seventeenth. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah. We're uh, really excited. It's a, I play in both bands, so uh-huh. I'm just excited to have both together. That's yeah. why I recognized you. So I love Randall, and I've gone to see him many times. But and I've seen you up there. Yep. So. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. All right. Seems like a good fit. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Things. You never said a thing I said goodbye to you 
watching But she knew she wasn't doing no talking And I was sick and tired of flocking back to you And my love was thrown away iTunes, we're on um, or Apple Music, I guess. Yeah, Apple. Yeah. Uh, we're also uh, they uploaded our uh, CD to CD Baby, which oh, is nice. also on uh-huh. YouTube. Great. So you can actually hear it if you're right. you know need to just hear it. But yeah. we also have it available for sale at, at any of our shows. Excellent. And we have um, a website where you can. And what's the website? It's trashcanbandits.com. Trashcanbandits.com. Yep. Thanks so much for joining us, and I hope you'll stick around. Mm-hmm. The show. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Thanks cool. for having us. Yeah. Cool. Support local music. Yes, oh. please. Yes. <laughs> when you're standing, I'm going to give you a hug. So you're <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next segment is going to be the Green Zone, and we have a new song tonight, actually, um, that was submitted by Vern McKinney, and uh, I think we're going to play it right now. Tonight, we're delighted to host Morgan Hanna. Morgan is co-founder of Hempetics CBD Consulting, Bulk Hemp Connections, CBD Brands, and Consulting. Welcome to the show, Morgan. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so glad you're here. And Julia Tripp joined us back again, too. She may have her two cents to add to this discussion. (laughs) She may. Um, So, Morgan, I wanted to talk about hemp today and kind of the versatility of the hemp plant. Um, so what I- what does your company actually do? Yeah, so we, um, my husband and I began in e-commerce several years ago, mm-hmm. and we both personally started using CBD last year for anxiety and PTSD. Mm-hmm. So we thought, you know, why not start bringing this to the people? It's something that they need. It's something that we believe in. Mm-hmm. And so our very first product was actually this right here. It's called um, Enfuego Blend. It's a pre-roll. And 
it's you know 100% natural when you extract CBD usually it's using a solvent or something like that or mm-hmm. CO2 CO2 so we wanted to do something completely natural and then we also wanted to help people quit smoking tobacco Oh, how great. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's actually an exit drug from nicotine. Right, yeah. right. And mm-hmm. you're getting the benefits of the CBD, and you still have that oral fixation. So we started with that, and um, we have a really close-knit network of people that we use. We also wholesale and distribute other brands, but it's people that we personally vet. We personally know mm-hmm. that their products are you know, certified organic, toxic-free, right. EcoCert, Leaping right. Bunny, the list goes on and on. And and our goal is to be the distributor, the main distributor for the Mid-South and Southeast region and put Arkansas on the map in this industry. Right. And Excellent. we also, um, we give back to um, the ACF, which is the Animal Cancer Foundation. Oh, nice. Yes, and Wounded Warriors Project. Um, we definitely believe in helping first responders in any mm-hmm. way that we can. And we eventually plan to set up a foundation um, in the name of my husband's um, grandfather, he, he passed away last year. He was a POW in World War II and wow. was uh, in the POW camp for 18 months. And so we want to start a foundation to help other militaries, uh, mil- veterans going through PTSD. Sure. Yeah. That's so a, that's it's our a goal. Big, it's a big issue. Yeah, and it is. The VA doesn't uh, uh, recognize it. Cannabis or, or CBD, really. Right, right. Um, although there's been some progress here in Fayetteville with the VA. They're a little more open to natural treatments. That's excellent. Um, you were telling me something also about the pre-roll. There's no... Uh, yeah, so we um, have... or. Our partner in California that actually has the pre-roll machine that he invented, they um, are rolled there, and it's done so well that there's no runners. So it's really nice. You don't have to worry about that. What do you mean by runners? When you're smoking and Uh it starts to, I don't really know how to explain it, but, you know, um, like run down here and then it doesn't. Oh, right. Okay, right. Yeah, so there's no, uh, we call it tunneling, I think. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Runners. All right. And uh, with the hemp, are there other things that you're looking at, like yes. uh, like hempcrete or hemp? Yes, yes, yes. Actually, I can't tell what it is at the moment. My husband is currently working on something for the pet industry, and it's not, you know, edibles or things like that for the pet, but mm-hmm. it's something else in that industry, in that okay. niche. Okay. And we'll be announcing that really soon. Um, but yeah, we um, do. I mean, hemp can be used for everything. We do, right. you know, the the shatter, uh-huh. the glass crumble, right. all sure. of that. Um, the you know, just flour, bulk flour, uh, basically everything you want. <laughs> so everything in this in the medicine realm. In right. the medicine realm, right. but right. this new thing that we're going to do with pets is something different. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that's actually what he's working on right now. That's why he's not here. Right. So. Well, that's exciting. exciting. Yeah. It is. I was just speaking with a vet, actually, uh, this week, because veterinarians are not able to um, to tell people that they right. can use hemp products or CBD, even after they passed the Farm Bill and ended prohibition of hemp, right. unfortunately. So, I don't know. I'm hoping that's going to change. Have you heard anything about that? Um, actually, our local vet um, just went to a conference, and he's ready. He's just waiting for them to say go, and he mm-hmm. wants to start. Right. So... It's just, you know, we're just waiting, unfortunately. Um, right. But I think it slowly everyone's moving in the right direction. Right. You, know? you know, we were talking in the first segment about walking outside with a book and the trees and the paper. I can't wait for the day that the books are made out of hemp. Exactly. Me too, <laughs> you know? right? I mean, it, they ha- what was it, 2010, they made the first home completely built out of hemp materials. Here so, in the U.S.? Yeah, uh-huh. why aren't we doing this? It's right. So for people who don't know, hemp, hempcrete is, is yeah. made out of hemp to build homes and other dwelling, uh, dwellings, uh, structures. Um, and it, it won't mold, and it doesn't attract any pests. So especially somewhere like here in Arkansas, right. it would be amazing if the houses, you know, they're building <laughs> yeah. all these the, all this housing around yeah. Fayetteville. It would have been nice if it was built out of hempcrete. Exactly. <laughs> um, and they, they do plastics, too. They can do insulation. Right. You know. I know we just had uh, a festival on 420, the Greenheart Festival, and um, I had posted on the event asking people to bring their own cups, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and try not to bring disposable plastic bottles. And then I posted something about hemp bottles, and people started saying, well, where do we get these? You know, they're not in Fayetteville. So it's a great market if someone wants to do it. I'll do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's biodegradable. Actually, not only is it biodegradable, it actually helps the earth. 
Right. It does, and it, I'm chomping at the bits because I want to tell what we're doing with the pets because it has something to do with being biodegradable, but uh-huh. I just can't. <laughs> right, that's okay. But but it is, you know, it, it nourishes the earth, right. you know. So, I mean, I don't know. how do you, Julia and, and Topher, do you use single-use bottles? Or it's hard, you know, because if you're out, if you're a busy person, it's the easiest thing to do to grab a bottle of water mm-hmm. that way. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, I have a couple, I have a favorite water bottle that I've used um, for years, but it's a Camelback, and it's one that has, it's like, I call it my bite and suck bottle, because oh, I don't yeah. know, but you like, bite the little nozzle, and then suck up through the straw, and it makes people uncomfortable, but I don't know what else to call it, so, but it's so great, and I use that one, uh, I used to carry it around all the time when I was a student, and now just being on the go, typically I'm drinking coffee or iced tea, uh-huh. mostly, but uh, when I do have water, yeah, I, I don't remember the last time I bought bottled water, right, so. Yeah, I've become much more conscious of it, actually uh, doing some work with Trisha Gooding, mm-hmm. who that's, you know, sustainability is one of her uh, big projects, and um it really even made me more conscious, so I try not to buy them. But sometimes it's the only choice, and if it was in a hemp bottle, I would feel so much better about right, it right. because knowing that that's not going to just go in the landfill. Yep. You know, so. And I know a lot of states are banning styrofoam. Yes, yeah. and the city council here in Fayetteville. I was just about to say, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, they're, uh, hopefully they're, they're voting on it, and hope, I'm ho- hopeful that it will be banned here. They're, it, around the country, that's something people are looking at. Yeah. So, um, well, so how can people get in touch with Hempetics? Yeah, um, go to Hempetics.com or email me, Morgan, at Hempetics.com or my husband, Eric, at Hempetics.com. Um, if you're looking to buy or to network, hit us up. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Even if you are just, you know, you want somebody that has clones or seeds or something, we can do that, too. And we you do. give informational yes. uh, talks as yeah. well. Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, thanks so much for joining Thank us. I hope you. you'll stick around oh, definitely. for the end of the show. Yeah, thank awesome. you for having me. All right. Thanks for being here. Oh, the music. Oh, I, I play the music. Oh, you see, play the music. Hi, Mindy. All right, our health guest tonight is Mindy Doherty, founder of Feed My City. Welcome to the show, Mindy. Thanks, Wendy. FeedMyCity.net. FeedMyCity.net, that's right. All right. Well, I'm so happy to speak with you. We met each other on social media quite some time ago, and um, I know that you were a combat medic in the U.S. Army, served in Bosnia, and you got pretty sick when you were serving, didn't you? I did. I ended up having pancreatitis and appendicitis at the same time. Oh, my gosh. And so what happened uh, from there? Basically, I wasn't treated, and so... Once I got to Germany, I was finally treated at the Konkin House. And I basically had said five minutes later and I would have been dead. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. And unfortunately, for eight years, I had pancreatitis due to them not taking care of things from the, from the get-go, basically. Wow. So I've had over four major surgeries to include having my pancreas taken. I've had my pancreas taken out in three different sections, cut rib to rib. My appendix duodenum, gallbladder, and then the rest of my pancreas taken out. So it's been pretty harsh. <laughs> yeah, what a journey you've been on. So um, so you had all these surgeries, excuse me, and then you um, you were back uh, here in the U.S. during that time. And uh, how, did you, how did you work to create more healing and wellness? So basically after I fractured my foot, Unfortunately, the doctors at San Antonio, Texas VA Hospital uh, tortured me for four months, and I have transitioned from nursing to basically doing a different type of practice, which is called Watsu, and it's Shiatsu 
massage in the in the water. So basically, that's the healing that I that I do for myself and others. Mm-hmm. And then I also created Feed My City, which is basically I grow uh, organic produce and I give it to High Desert Fruit Alliance and Neighbor Impact and child advocacy groups, which is basically High Desert Fruit Alliance gives to the largest portion of homeless and food banks and stuff like that. Excellent. So, so Mindy, you I know when we talked, you've said that growing this food helped you in your healing journey. Can you explain that a little bit? Sure. So I was basically, I honestly thought I was dying. So I just basically had had the concept of what would it take and what would it look like if I shared my fruit with just my city? What if I could feed my city? And so I started putting produce in my backyard and I say, you know, if I could grow this and give it to somebody, that could be good nutrition. And possibly if we could get this into schools and stuff like that, they could have better access to food and because basically your gut is your second brain. Right. So if we could expand this and add nutrition to people's necessities or to their needs, then every day they would have a healing response in their own body and it would take the inflammation down as well instead of eating junk in the morning. Right. And so... And so Feed My City was basically just a, a small concept of, you know, I wonder what it would take if I I could feed my city and then expand it to, wonder what it would look like if I could feed three states that are close and uh-huh. what would it look like, United States, and then what it would look like for Europe. So I just want to expand as far as I possibly can so I could feed as many people as I can. It's so true. The, the nutrition is either the building blocks of health or disease, right? And when you... Um, make food available, you know, in this country, food is a classist system, which I realized when I became very ill and couldn't afford to buy healthy food and went to a food bank and there's, you know, processed food, or I could, you know, perhaps buy some food at the dollar store, (laughs) but it's not going to be the kind of food that's going to be the building blocks of health and wellness. So this is a real gift that you're giving people. and, And it seems like the act of growing the food, being in touch with the earth and the plants also may be very healing for you? It's very healing for me. And also, i that was the biggest thing, and you, you hit the nail right on the head. If I give somebody McDonald's, that, that doesn't, I mean, that feels great for the moment, but if I give you an apple and some vegetables, that, that can actually give you a nutritional value. Right then that's even better. And, and that's pretty much what I, what I have wanted to do for a very long time. So do you do all the growing or do you have help? I actually do it by myself. Wow. Uh, crazy, crazy enough uh, until I can get help. I, I haven't known how to ask for help, and now it's become a little bit larger than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so... Um, you know, I honestly, I use my disability money and I ask for donations or, you know, I would love to get sponsorship and investors to come out and help me. Right. What a beautiful thing, though. It, it helps heal you and it helps heal your community and teach them about healthy organic food. Yeah. Yeah. And you, but you went through so much. Thank you for your service to our country. I'm so sorry that you really didn't receive the care that you needed. So how's your health now? So I'm actually, um, I have something called CRPS, and it's about, it's worse than fibromyalgia on the pain scales, and so I'm basically going to be studying to try to find a cure for this and um, really work on finding healthy access for other networks for people to, to get access to, to the things that I am finding out with health and nutrition and then also you know, I'll be able to talk more about it in June, but some stuff that's happening that, that could be on the verge of science that, that we really could look into. Nice. Well, it's so wonderful, you know, from such a difficult um, health history and background, you you really have found a positive light. And I know for myself, too, when I'm helping other people, 
I, I'm not focusing on the pain that I have or the issue, the health issues that I have. It, it just kind of shifts the focus and the, the more people that you can help, even if it's one person, it just makes you feel so much better, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Yeah. And like I said, even growing, I mean, just having my trees here and seeing the birds come by, I mean, it, you don't even have to grow big things, you know, people think, oh, I have to grow, you could grow an herb, you know, and, and, like cilantro or you know whatever and, mm-hmm. and it's still it's still something that's like in your garden or, or even in your window so that you created right i know and you know i i really think two things one gardening growing your own food should be taught in school it should be a skill uh-huh. that every person learns um because many families aren't growing themselves or maybe they live in an apartment building and don't have the land to do it or uh whatever the case may be but uh that would be it would be really excellent if every person could learn some some growing skills um and then i've always said i believe Food should be free. Maybe it's a radical notion. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I think, you know, it's a necessity. And yet we're still in this classist system where many people, especially sick and disabled people and elderly people and children, are not really accessing these healthy things. So you're really doing right. quite, quite a service by, Aww, by growing and, and, and giving it away to people. Did you, uh, so... Um, so where can people find more information about the project? It's feedmycity.net. Okay, excellent. And uh, so if they want more information or, or they'd like to connect with you, that's the best way to do it. Yeah, and it's got my email hub. It's got all of my social media so people can check out who I am so they don't think I'm just some crazy woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I am certifiably probably crazy. <laughs> Aren't we, aren't we all? What do you think, Topher? Are we all a little crazy? Yes. <laughs> That's probably why we get along so well, right? <laughs> right, absolutely. I know my my mom used to say everybody, everybody everybody's a little nuts. So you just have to know which kind they are, basically. Right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, all right. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. And thank you so much for your time and all your listeners. Really, really helpful and like i said feedmycity.net has all my social media and feel free to email me and contact me reach out all right excellent take care mindy thank you so much bye-bye is it time to bring back i think it's time to bring everyone back in so if you are interested in calling the call-in number is 479-966-4667 and We've got everybody back here in the studio. We don't have enough chairs. <laughs> um, so if you'd like to call in, 479-966-4667. Um, and I do want to talk about Xavier and oh, Topher. You have a show coming up on we do. Uh, Tuesday. Xavier, what? talk about this show. Okay. What is it? <laughs> yeah. What are we going to be doing? We're going to... Oh God! Uh, <laughs> Have you yeah, he's um, on the spot now. <laughs> it's, thank you, Wendy. Our show is on the spot. Uh, it's it's stand up comedy. It's not improv stand up comedy. It's just stand up that's improvised. Two very different things. <laughs> We're not excluding Julia. No, Julia, she might be Who's on the show improv? at some point. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much just stand up. You go up there without a set. Uh-huh. Uh, when the comic gets up there, there'll be a monitor. They'll get the topic the same time as the audience sees it. That's it. Who are some of the uh, comedians we got that are going to be featured? Some big names. Okay. That Let nobody will know. Hit the audience so with I'll them. say it anyway. Come on. Uh, Jersey Thornell. Out awesome. of Fort Smith from amazing. River Valley Comics. We have Garrett Smalley out of Springfield. Also amazing. We have uh, Steph Bright out of Bentonville. Bentonville, <laughs> Also, for a short time, Fort Smith. Amazing. 
So it's a new lineup because I saw. Yeah. The, I went to the first show. It was mm-hmm. actually yeah. very funny. I enjoyed it very much. Thank so you. I'm looking forward to the next one. I planned yeah. on it being a one-time thing, <laughs> and now we're doing it again. You yes. are. Well, you know, the public has a demand. Yeah, there we go. A whole 33 views on YouTube. So <laughs> yeah. you, know. you know. That they were metal all plan? Wendy and Topher. <laughs> Honestly, well, no, I, I haven't watched it. I don't know if I watched yet. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't either. Way to support me, Wendy. I was there That's in person. So, okay. Well, n- no, I haven't watched it, and we haven't really promoted the last one. Yeah. So. Well, you could share the video, and nah, perhaps you'll get it's more views. Fine. <laughs> um. We like to be underground. Oh, yeah. I see. I see. Keeps it edgy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we do have one returning guest who is Taylor Hearn, who is my favorite person in the world. Uh-huh. She's the MVP She'll of be the our night. MVP, MVP spot. She's yes. funny. So we will give her the hardest things we could possibly think of that she probably should never say, <laughs> especially not recorded. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't know that. In front of a so live audience be, with a camera on her. It'll be good. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so um, much fun. Julia, you want to do that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just picturing Taylor just like screaming. Yeah, that's all it's gonna be, and I'm very excited. It is free. Yeah, it's pay what you want. Pay what you can. Pay what you want. Yeah, nobody's gonna pay. (laughs) You know what? It'd be good if you could. If you feel the guilt rising in you, (laughs) please give us your money. (laughs) Well, I think it should be per laugh. I mean, just at least enough for breakfast after the show. There we go. Pay we're for gonna, us to eat. We're just going to cover the tip jar on a tape that says white guilt. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. You may get quite a bit there. It'll work. It'll work. You already got 20 from me. <laughs> <laughs> Works every time. There you go. There we go. Oh, my. Well, let's talk a little bit about gardening since we had Mindy on. Is anybody in the room a gardener? Oh, yeah. I used to do a lot of succulent stuff. I have killed two cacti. (laughs) How often did you water them? Cats? (laughs) Well... Those I've killed nine. Oh, <laughs> was it the same cat? It was. Uh, each time it came back, we gave it a different name. <laughs> and so, yeah. If anybody would like to call in, it's four seven nine nine six six four six six seven. So you are an actual gardener. Oh, not really anymore. No, I, I did it a lot in Tucson there for a while. I lived out there for a few years, and I got really into cacti and succulents just because they were everywhere. And right. I was like, these are alien plants. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> So it wasn't so much for for feeding yourself. No, no, no. no. I mean, you can. I mean, like you can. There's ways to eat cacti. There is. Oh yeah. How do you do it? Native Americans did that for a long time. You can eat cactus. You can like yeah. You have to like shake off some prickly pears and stuff. Oh. You have to be careful. (laughs) I mean, don't just throw it back. (laughs) I think I've seen cactus juice Mm -hmm. somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But prickly pears in the stores. Yeah. Uh Seasonally. So, is there a health benefit to eating or drinking? Cactus? Does anyone know? Uh, I think it just keeps you alive. <laughs> <laughs> that's always a good thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the golden health benefit. Maybe you should have eaten well. the cacti before they died. At least they would have, you know, had a purpose. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Up until the end, I mean, they just didn't look good. Like they didn't look like they wanted to stay. <laughs> they were like, you know what? If you just tip me over, I'll say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not great at houseplants. Um, yeah. And we used to have a community garden with the nonprofit that I have, uh, Bulldozer Health, in Massachusetts. And it was my whole yard front and back. My neighbors hated it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would post, you know, we've got peppers today. And, like, people would just drive up and get food. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. And sometimes amazing. I would make yeah. a big pot of vegetable soup and say, we, I got soup today. Nice. <laughs> you know. But it was really it was really rewarding for me. And I felt like there was we, – we fed uh, four or five families that actually wouldn't have been able to afford the produce. So that was, that was really yeah. cool. And we had hemp mulch oh, yes. that was donated to us. Excellent. And all of the plants that had hemp mulch – grew so much better than everything else. I'm not surprised. It was amazing. Because it kind of, like, held the moisture, I think. I don't know. Like, the eggplant went crazy. Peppers. We had so many from the hemp mulch plants. And the ones that didn't just sort of had a regular cycle. You know, you guys have been talking about all this organic gardening and food and stuff. You know, I believe there's actually an organic food pantry up in 
Rogers. They, oh. have, they have a garden up there, and they produce food for a pantry and stuff. Oh, well, I have to look that up. Farms here in Fayetteville also yes. does. Yeah. And then I used to work, we used to do a community farm on Weddington. If you, across the highway, go, there's a Unity Church over there. Mm-hmm. I can't remember their exact name, but me and a bunch of friends, we donated a Fayetteville. lot of time. Uh, maybe yeah mm-hmm. um and we did it for two years we nice. fed tons of families yeah and ourselves because we were also struggling right <laughs> right right yeah and it's it's great because you're you're feeding yourself and caring for your community mm-hmm. and i love tri- tricycle farms that project is yes. excellent and i believe people can graze through there so if you're hungry you can graze through the garden at tricycle yes uh anything you can fit in your mouth you get <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. It doesn't fit. You must quit. (laughs) 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 What's your favorite thing to grow, Patty? Ooh, um, I think. I mean, I'm a flower girl, so I do Uh like growing flowers. But for as far as food, I really love tomatoes. I love homegrown tomatoes. Yeah, so much better than in the store, right? Yes. Sometimes, yeah, I, sometimes I get tomatoes at the store, and it it looks okay, but then when you cut it up, it it's doesn't have that flavor mm-hmm. that you can get from garden tomatoes. So, do you grow anything, Xavier? Growing that <laughs> comedy career. <laughs> I mean, I get, uh, yeah. I have a plant. You do? He's cool. What kind of plant do you have? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know what kind of plant it it's is. It's a little thing that just sits in my window. Do you? Does he have a name? No. no. Wait, is it one of those like animatronic, like sunlight plants that dances <laughs> I don't when the know. sun hits? Because <laughs> I've seen those. Yeah, I've seen those. I don't think that can. It might be a shadow. I don't know. <laughs> Are you watering this shadow? <laughs> no. <laughs> plant <laughs> i'm curious now i would kind of want to see a photo of it i think we might need a photo of it for the Wendy Lovitz with Topher i don't page. take pictures of things in my apartment <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do a wellness no, no, let check me pull on up this a plant. Picture of my <laughs> <laughs> I have a picture in my couch. I have a picture of everything in my apartment. Because if I come back and I feel like a weird disturbance, I can scroll through my picture and be like, something's been moved. <laughs> and I'll know. That's why you take pictures. Oh my! We have to be yin and yang because if we're the same, there's yeah. a problem. I will say <laughs> he's been rubbing off on me lately. Okay. Because the other day I was putting on a face mask watching the new Beyond documentary and trying to braid my own hair. <laughs> You're becoming Topher Kogan. It's not normal for me. <laughs> Gotta practice self-care, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, think I'm of curious if, if that hair off. can be braided, really. Are we adding extensions, maybe? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got bundles for days. There we go. Honey <laughs> blonde. Are you going colored? Purple and red. And I don't think you can say colored anymore. If anyone wants to join this conversation, four seven nine nine six six four six six seven. Julia, do you grow anything? Um, it's I a have trap, two cats. <laughs> it's not a trap. Right? I'm uh, raising two cats, and my boyfriend and I, when we got them, did not know how to raise cats, so we trained them like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm like growing uh, knowledge, I guess. <laughs> you could grow them a little catnip. That might be yeah. a good start. I've, I've Do you grow catnip? That. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've thought about it. We don't really have, at our apartment, we don't really have a space to garden. I used to garden all the time with my mom, uh-huh. and yes. I have really fond memories of sitting out with her with her matching overalls in the 90s <laughs> and eating some sugar snap peas. Oh, I'll send you some. Yes. <laughs> They're real cute. And, uh, ha- you know, sugar snap peas and just kind of eating those while we're picking things from our garden. We would always grow tomatoes. Um peas we i think we grew some pumpkins oh, and nice. we lived in the pacific northwest so it was uh-huh. the perfect garden so scene so, so easy yes. yeah <laughs> yeah like my mom and i would go and be like oh, okay we can take these overalls off now we're done gardening <laughs> for the day so Topher yeah. kogan wears overalls i'm wearing them dress. right now he's wearing some right oh now oh my god <laughs> He's, he, he loves. Like my I he do. Loves an I love that the '90s are making a comeback. You just need some jellies. 
Ugh. I never had jelly. I could totally oh, see him in some jellies. Yes. yes. Jellies, jelly purses. Yes. The best. <laughs> I couldn't do the jellies. My feet sweat too much. And they just yeah, yeah, yeah like but, but beauty is pain. That's <laughs> I don't I like the first crocs. Yes. Is the that crocs. what jellies were? They were like the first crocs. Well, yeah, kind of. Kind jelly, of. Have you ever seen those leather like loafers? Yeah. They're like that, but plastic. Like, <laughs> I'm sure they're filled in the landfill sparkly. right now. Exactly. You know, Morgan, you can make those out of hemp and bring, exactly. it, bring them back. Right. <laughs> hemp oh, jellies. Right. <laughs> bring them back. <laughs> so you grow catnip. And yes. um, I wondered, so I don't know if, if you folks know, I have anxiety. And catnip, for humans, it's really good for anxiety. Mm-hmm. So you could take those plants and make a tincture. Tea. And a tea. Or a yeah. tea. Uh-huh. Have yeah. you done that before? I have not um, because I've used the hemp flower, but I've, I've heard, you know, yeah. heard about it. Yeah. yeah. But the cats love it. So, And I, we're a dog family, and uh-huh. we, long story short, mom passed away, came to our house, a cat showed up, so I rescued it. Well, then I had to get another one, and now I have another <laughs> That's the way one. cats go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now you're a cat That's lady with 20 cats. When I first uh, knew my wife, um, she has uh, some anxiety also, mm-hmm. and uh, I actually sent her to catnip tincture, yeah. and she really thought I was nuts. She actually never <laughs> used it. She told me, like, 10 years later. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my like, and yeah. I was like, I went to all that trouble to make that tincture for you. <laughs> um, but it does, it does really help. Yeah. yeah. Our cats love it. Do yours? Catnip? Yeah. Um, they love it. That We have a catnip spray too oh, that they yeah. love. My one cat loves catnip unless it's directly in front of her face. I have this calming blend and she'll sniff it and immediately gag and I'm like oh, that's no. a, that is not because she's calming. a dog um, <laughs> so um, but yeah once we like we put it on all their toys and they right. flip them and yeah, all yeah. that so yeah they love it it's funny you said that so our cats are also dogs because we're dog people so they will get in the shower or the bath they play in water yep. they wag their tails it's crazy they know how to sit <laughs> I've trained yeah, them, train them to sit. I've trained them they to didn't sit just look at you and go I can't say it. No, um. with food. <laughs> no, with food, I've also trained them. I say, be a lady. <laughs> if they want food, I'll say, be a lady. And they'll sit down and look so up cute. at me. Oh. Being ladies. Yeah, oh. they're great. Our three, it's funny you mentioned that. So you're saying that they are trainable. Yes, you yeah. can yeah. totally train your cat. Some people do it with clickers or you can just talk to them. Yeah, We have a people. ritual every night when they get fed. Each of them has to do their specific trick before they get food. And one of them, Ollie, he sets up like this every single night before he gets his food. Wow. Call me your cat. <laughs> well, you know, Topher and I are both Leo's. And we are not trainable. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're large cats. Give me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will partake in some catnip. <laughs> <laughs> I know. In humans, it, it's a relaxing mm-hmm. thing. Cats, it you know hypes mm-hmm, them up. Right. So, um, does does the opposite happen with cannabis to cats? Does it switch? I really don't know. I don't either. I know that uh, when I was in Massachusetts, that my dog actually one of we have, we have two dogs, but the the larger dog uh, passed away unfortunately. But he was before he was old, and if I was smoking, he was sure to sit right next to me <laughs> and uh, and really enjoy the uh, the uh, smoke. You know, kind of yeah, helped him. Probably, yeah. So, well, thank you so much to all of you for being here, the Trash Can Bandits and Morgan Hannah, Julia Trupp, Xavier Claiborne, and Topher. Did you yes. have something you wanted yes. to say? Uh, on the spot. On the spot is Tuesday. What is that? May fourteenth. There we go. May fourteenth, eight thirty. Backspace. Backspace. All right. Thanks to our guests, and he's been Topher. And she's been Wendy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 they have a show. May 17th at Georgia's. That's the Trash Can can Bandits? (laughs) Yes. At Georgia's on May 17th. On May 17th, yes. Hope to see you there. Yes. (laughs) All right, we'll do it again. He's been Topher. And she's been Wendy. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Such a smooth ending. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I almost said it. I, 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 yeah, I, 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 man, we're talking.